conversations during the holidays this year. I bet you did in some way, shape, or form. And I want to talk to you about using improv to help those moments sting a little bit less, be more interesting, or maybe we can use these techniques to flip it around entirely. Maybe, maybe, it's maybe a daunting task for some of us. It sounds like I'm asking you to run uphill with a weighted vest on and with no water at the top of the hill. But maybe you can even enjoy those conversations with those family weirdos that we all have. We all have them, or maybe even worse, maybe they are, you know, if it's a family weirdo, they're your weirdo, right? It's like, okay, yeah, Uncle Uncle Wayne is strange, but that's Uncle Wayne, you know? Um, maybe, uh, maybe Uncle Wayne is... Um, is aunt is is aunt laurie's new boyfriend and he's not really uncle wayne yet but he is um we're calling him uncle wayne but he's a weirdo um that's one hell of a tangent but you get my point maybe there is a weirdo that is not your weirdo making them theoretically even more difficult to have a conversation with chances are you had some of these strange conversations this past weekend past week or so and you want to know, how can I make this, how can I make my life easier, less stressful? And these improv techniques don't apply to only the holiday season, of course, but this is a prime time for talking about navigating strange conversation habits that others may have and just getting bombarded with tangents and um, maybe people who are not giving you the same the same amount of listening that you are giving them. So let's talk about it. Improv helps you be a more dynamic communicator, someone who is able to stay in the moment and stay so present that not only are you able to roll with the punches, uh, Muhammad Ali style, right? Um, or Jake Paul style, depending on how old you are listening to this podcast and what your YouTube tendencies are. Uh, not only does improv help you roll with the punches, improv Improv forces you, forces you to have expert listening skills because you can't do a good improv scene if you're not listening to the other person. An audience will be able to see right through you. So you have to stay present. It's like tennis. You can't, in a tennis game, you can't move to one side of the court before the balls hit over the net. You have to wait till the balls hit over the net. That's like, AKA the conversation, the, lo the last line of the conversation. You have to wait to see where it's going and then go to where it is add to it and send it back over the net. So if you do improv well, then you are also listening well. Not only listening, but you're also, you're ending, you're adding to the conversation. Now, this is the part of it that I think is most applicable to the title of the episode, which is, you know, I asked about, you know, did you have, did you have a difficult conversation during the holidays? Now, you may think, okay, well, 
how does it work if only one side is doing improv? Only one side is yes anding and the other is not. Well, first, let me talk to you a little bit more about yes anding for those who don't know what this is. And then let me explain how it works if, or what my theory is rather, if one person's yes anding and the other is not. So when we're yes anding, we are we are displaying, we're putting our listening skills and our acceptance techniques on display. The yes is saying, yes, I heard what you said. I acknowledge that's your truth. That's your reality in this moment. And the and is adding on top of it so that they have something to respond to. In other words, if I were to say, hey, Raylan, I really like your new dog and the outfit you put her in. Raylan might say, yes, which is accepting that what I just said, yes, and thank you for giving my dog um, a pedestal to stand on so she can look out the window and all the neighbors can appreciate my dog's outfit. So you can see Raylan is not using, is, is not, is not, um, He's not selling me out or or doing he's not doing anything other than accepting what I said as reality. He's not he's not saying, Chris, I don't have a dog, or he's not saying, Chris, my dog's not wearing uh, a, a, a funny outfit. He's accepting what I said as reality. So that's a goofy ass example, but you get my point. When someone says, when someone says, I'm scared of going out for a morning run in the snow. Let's pretend like this is a real conversation. You don't want to. You don't want to take away that fact about them. You don't want to say, "Oh, you shouldn't be scared," or you. You don't want to say, "Oh, you're not going to go for a run in the morning." You want to yes and it. The yes is accepting that their intentions are to go out for a morning run in the snow, and then the and is is adding more to that conversation so that it becomes a conversation. So. I feel like this is, these are some really strange examples, but just go with me here, folks. I, I believe in you. You believe in me. Uh, the, the second part of that, what I, what, I just, what I just dropped is how do you yes and if someone else is not yes anding? Well, this might be a pie in the sky, optimistic point of view from your boy right here, but I think that this is infectious. I think that, I think that people... I think it can rub off on people. It's a contagious art form. If you are the kind of person who is so hellbent on yes anding others, you are such a good listener, you are such a good conversationalist, other people will pick up on it. Maybe they'll pick up on it in a way that where they ask you, like, what are you doing? I noticed something different about you. Um, but is it probably more likely they're just going to be more likely to to do it right back to you because because it would be weird if they wouldn't, right? So Uncle Wayne, that would be weird if you didn't yes Andy back. Now, Uncle Wayne's ass probably is not going to yes Andy's back because he's too busy telling us about his, um, you know, how he's flipping, he's flipping, you know, Pokemon cards on eBay and we're all like, we, we barely even know you, Uncle Wayne. You're not even our real uncle yet. But, but it is infectious. It is, it is contagious. It rubs off on people. And, and basically my point here, as I'm bringing this podcast to a close and bringing it back to life too, shout out to finally dropping a new episode in here. If you've had this saved in your podcast app and boy, do I appreciate you. It has not been, it has not been a priority of mine, but I am shuffling some things around and I am, 
I'm, I'm committing, I'm recommitting to audio content. So I do appreciate y'all. If you're listening to this in the future, then, um, then I see you and I appreciate you. And um, yeah, so again, think about, there's so many uses for improv, but one of the biggest uses, one of the most fun, practical uses for the, um, for the, for the average person, I would say, is having better, easier, more playful conversations with those you love in situations where that is not normally the case. And it's a couple of days after Christmas here in, um, in <laughs> I'm going to say in, in New Orleans, but it's actually, you know, Christmas is everywhere, not just in New Orleans. It's holiday time, better way of putting it. It's holiday time. People are having strange conversations with relatives who are barely listening, or maybe you're having a ton of them at once. It's hectic. So what if you practice expert listening skills and really a playful style of communication? I bet your holidays will be more exciting. I bet you'll have a more pleasant time, and I bet that will be reciprocated back to you. All right, that's going to do it for today. My name is Chris True. This is the Hell Yes podcast, part of the um, Hell Yes Creative Network, where we have a program, a weekly improv class called Team Hell Yes, where we meet every Tuesday night. We use improv techniques to become more confident, charismatic communicators. A lot of my clients right now are entrepreneurs, speakers. Some people are just wanting to get in touch with their creative side. Some of them are coaches. I have a chef in there, which is really cool. And I, um, I appreciate y'all listening. If you want more information about any of these programs, you can email me, go, G-O, at hellyescreative.com. That's going to do it for me. Cue the badass, slightly aggressive, but overall very fun and playful outro music. I'll see y'all next time. Hell yes!